0: Ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go! All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sharon Shuler, and as always, I'm so glad that you're dialed in and you're tuned in to hear another conversation right here on Behind the Grind. You know, we're in our fourth season and we've just started a few weeks ago and we're so glad that many of you are joining us again. I know we had some time apart and it's just good to be back. And so, like we say it each week, uh, it's our goal to continue to bring you real conversations from real people like you and I that are about their grind. And this week, I'm so excited uh, to share a conversation I had while I was in New York, Brooklyn, New York, to be exact. Um, if you've been following us on Instagram, you saw uh, some of the scenes, some of the things that we were doing in New York. And I got a chance to catch up with a guy uh, that I met several years ago, and uh, he's a native of. Akron, Ohio, um, but he has moved and moved to New York, Brooklyn, New York, and he has planted and launched a church. Um, he also has some other business adventures going on as well. And I got a chance to sit down and talk to him, and I thought it was a great conversation. Uh, we just chopped it up, and we got a chance to to, to hear uh, his his viewpoint, his perspective on a lot of different things. And um, I always love these conversations because it gives us an opportunity to sharpen ourselves, right? When we get a chance to hear someone that may not initially have the same viewpoint as you or may have a little different viewpoint, I think that's the best way that we can learn, we can grow and we can develop. And I had a chance to just really uh, listen to this uh, uh, guy that I admire, this guy that I respect Got a chance to hear his heart and I think that's where uh, America needs to be, right? We need to be in a place where we can all hear each other's heart and have those conversations and talk about what really is driving um, our grind in some shape or form. And so the individual that I have in the grind seat, here is a pastor, Pastor Bryson Baylor. And um, I'm excited to share this conversation with you guys. Um, it went quite uh, over an hour or so, but stick with us. I think this is a good conversation that you will love and enjoy. And um, you'll get something from it. So without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Pastor Bryson uh, Baylor right here on Behind the Grind. Let's get it. guest in the grind seat that i've actually been waiting to interview he doesn't know it he's been on my list of individuals that i wanted to interview and um just by chance i am in his city stopped by he afforded me this opportunity we are in his space but i'm so excited to be able to sit down with pastor bryson baylor welcome to man. behind the grind bro man. how thank are you, you?
1: i'm great man Man, this is awesome. Excited. I'm actually we're
0: actually sitting here in next level church. Yes, sir. And um I have an opportunity to talk to you and like I said, I've been kinda waiting for this opportunity to talk to you because I admire a lot of things that you're doing. Praise and God, I'm man. in your city, so I mentioned that. We're in Brooklyn, New York. And so I've been here for a little while, kinda getting acclimated, <laughs> but it's such a blessing to have a brother right here in the city to kinda Praise give God, me the, the ins and the outs of how things work here in Brooklyn. So <laughs> Tell us a little bit about this. You're a kid from Akron, yeah, right? I'm well, you're
1: here in New York. I'm, oh. the, I'm the other kid from Akron. <laughs> the
0: other kid from Akron. All right. I want to, to talk to you about clear. that. Just to be very clear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's my hashtag. <laughs> the other kid.
0: <laughs> and for many of you, you're probably wondering what we're talking about. Akron, the kid from Akron, if you've ever followed the, the, the well-known King James, right? LeBron James. He's from Akron. He's the kid from Akron. But we are sitting here with Bryson, um, and he actually... Grew up in Akron, yeah. And the story goes that you guys actually went to school together, right? We
1: did, we did. Now, now, granted, it was not high school. I don't okay. want to, you know, I don't want to <laughs> cap, as the young people say. Sure. But uh, elementary school, um, awesome. LeBron and I are basically, essentially the same age. I think I like got him by like fourteen days. Um, so we're both born in December, both born in nineteen eighty four, both you know, Northside Akron, wow. Ohio. Wow. We went to elementary school again, fourth grade yeah. um, together. I remember playing on a recess. Uh, you know, playing football. I remember seeing. Believe it or not, this is a real true story. Um, you know, I really remember. I remember seeing LeBron like at, at the court. Um, you know, yeah. trying to dunk like Michael Jordan. Oh, really? I like. I remember this. Like, what age was this? This was. I was fourth grade, so I was probably nine or ten. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah I remember this kid like ended up saying like just trying to and like looking like Michael Jordan. It's wow. just like the irony that I remember that scene. <laughs> This is before I even knew who, you know, LeBron was going to be LeBron. Um, you know, so it's crazy. Yeah, but LeBron, shout out to LeBron.
0: Shout out to LeBron. Of course, this podcast and our discussion is not going to be all about LeBron, but that's something we, we definitely had to, to talk about. We had to mention it. I mean, I knew you were from Akron. Yeah. And we've talked about it a little bit. And you're not a big LeBron fan. I know we've had conversations in the past On about the it. On the court. On the court, per se, yeah, right? absolutely. But I didn't know until today that you guys actually uh, went to elementary school together. So yeah. I, I figured we'll talk a little bit about that. But <laughs> aside from LeBron yeah, today, man. let's talk a little bit about you, if you can let my um, audience know a little bit about yourself. I know, like I mentioned, you're a pastor. Um, you've been pastoring for quite some time. You're young, but you've been pastoring quite some time. Yeah. And recently, well, I, I would call it recently in my in my context of things. Recently, you've launched a church here in New York. So let's tell the, the people a little bit about you and, 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 and how you got to this point to being in a church here in New York.
1: Wow. Uh, well, again, I just want to say, first of all, I definitely appreciate your show Appreciate your hustle, your grind, consistency is what it's all about. And I think it's the energy and the effort. I know you're a kingdom dude, 1,000%, mm. so yeah. it's always good to see brothers who are doing their thing. So I just want to, you know, uh, establish protocol. appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm mad churchy. Um, but, yeah, man, so my city, you know, I I, I started in Akron. I was, started past when I was 22 years old. Wow. Yeah, man, I was wow. 20. I was a young man. I was engaged to be married. Um, end up marrying that woman. Yeah. Um and you know, i literally now I'm not twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> Some years have gone times by times have well, yeah, time's <laughs> gone by, yeah, man. So i will be thirty seven in a couple months. And um, you know for real, LeBron's age. Right? Yes, yeah, literally. Right? Like literally, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um and yeah, man, so you know, we started pastoring, um, Uh, you know went through a very traumatic divorce okay Um, and then that kind of shook my world up just to be Mm -hmm. quite honest with you and um, one day I was just on a hiatus Um, I'm I'm a consultant I do marketing Mm -hmm. so small businesses entrepreneurs faith-based companies they Mm -hmm. reach out to me like yo you know can you help with certain things so I was trying to get some business out here in New York Mm -hmm. and uh, so I was like well you know let me come out here just to you know, shoot the breeze right. and see because I'm thinking, like, I'm going to be digital. I get a client, go back home. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a beautiful nine year old son. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so, like, okay. Uh, I came down here and I remember it. It was November
0: 27th. Okay.
1: Right. I was walking downtown um, by the public library, main library, and I just had the spiritual epiphany. And it was just like an explosion happened. It was kind of like colors. It's weird how I'm saying it. It's like I felt colors in me, and it just felt like destiny, just like rebirth, mm-hmm. you know. And so I realized at that moment, I felt like, oh man, yo, I think there's something about this place yeah. that God is, you know, I'm saying like saying like this is where what's in you mm-hmm. is gonna really come alive. And so, I mean, New York was just placed in my blood, man. I I, was, I visited and I left the next month.
0: Oh, the next month? The
1: next month. That quickly? Yeah, December 12th was my last day in Akron, Ohio. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. And, and, and we talked about this before, man. I just think about it. You know, Akron, you know, I'm, again, I always talk about it. I'm a kid from Flint. So sure. when I think of, of a place like Akron. Mateen Cleese? Yeah, Mateen
1: Cleese. <laughs> that's the guy I play ball with, right?
0: You know, my, you know, obviously he's not LeBron, but he's a star in his yeah, own yeah, right. absolutely. But, yeah, so, I, you know, I think of a city like Flint, and I I can only imagine Akron. I have never, yeah. I don't think I've been to Akron, but I can imagine it's a blue city definitely you know a place where people know you know kind of know your name kind of yeah. know how things go sure you're pastoring in a place you're kind of familiar with that place yeah. to up and plant a church in new york i'm like wow this is like amazing i mean because i'm here in new york right now and there's a lot of people i mean what did it eight million eight million 8 and people and a half million people
2: yeah right
0: here in this in this location, yeah. all condensed. Yeah, and to start a, a church here, man, I really commend you for that. You, but man. what were you thinking? Like, I mean, we've got to talk about that. Like, did, did you did you feel overwhelmed with all the the, the the stuff that happens in New York, or you just said, "Hey, God told me to do it, let's do it"? Like, how, how did that come about?
1: Well, uh, you know, it's a great question. So this is going to sound real bad, okay? Because it's <laughs> going to sound like really cocky, okay? Uh, and I'm not cocky at all, but you know, I feel like, listen, I feel like. These people aren't better than me. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I felt like, in, in a hoop term, like, I feel like I can score 30 on anybody. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like I'm intelligent. I'm smart yeah. enough. You know right. what I'm saying? God called me here. So I wasn't so much afraid of, like, there wasn't, like, the, the aura of New York as much as just figuring out, like, okay, just the work that you got right. to do to put in, to, you know, to, to be legit. Because right. so many people come here and, you know, I'm told, it's like, oh, you know, everybody wants to save New York. Yeah. Everybody want yeah. to save New York, man. Everybody want to come through like, oh, you know, I mean, it's like so many churches get planted here. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, from all over the world. I mean, you talking about Australia. You're mm-hmm. talking about all parts of the country. I mean, they really
0: call in. New York like a capital of the world Bro, for the most part. It is.
1: Right? <laughs> it is. It's definitely one of the world capitals. And mm-hmm. you think about that and just becoming legitimate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the city and not being, you know, a fake thing. And so for me, it was just like, okay, I know I'm going to put in the work. I know that God called me here. So, you know, it's just a matter of time before, you know, that fruit will show and that the validity will will be there.
0: Man, I, you know, and I see that, you know, and coming to come into a place like this, you know, I'm trying to get acclimated to things that are... That are happening. I'm trying to figure out there's burrows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's you know, a burrow? You know, I, I grew up, you know, I'm a kid that grew up listening to a lot of rap music. I, I, yeah, I must have been a lot of rap music in the 90s. And I'm thinking about where is all, you know, where Nas is <laughs> yeah, from, yeah. where, you know, Biggie's from, where yeah. all these people are from. And I'm thinking about Jay Z's, all Absolutely. these people. And I'm like, how can you make a name for yourself? You know, and, and even going back into sports, you know, I come from a, again, we come from a town where, there's only four high schools. Now, we say it's four in a lot of high schools yeah. or so, but whatever the case may be. But it's not a hard to shine in that little yeah. city, and your yeah. name is in the paper. Yeah. But if you blow up here in New York, yeah. you you really have done a lot. And I I was I think I was watching a Netflix series with uh, Marbury or something of that nature. I saw that. The
1: Coney Island yeah. Superstar. Absolutely. Yeah. I
0: mean, you got to think about all the people that he... he had to beat out to be the the, the type of player he was. Yeah,
1: so that it says a lot. That's a So we're deal. not
0: talking about a small fry here in New York, <laughs> <laughs> we're really not. Um, so I'm very impressed with you know again the work that. that you're doing. Now let's talk about that because I think there's some tra- some things that we can learn from planting a church or starting something in a new ter- territory, and even from a business standpoint. Mm. When you come to a place like this, how do you how do you first establish what are you, how are you going to handle it? How are you going to set something up? It's almost like a startup type of yeah. thing. How do you start that?
1: Well, I don't think there is like one right way to do it. So okay. I don't want to be like, oh, this is the way you do it. Because first of all, I want to say this by all stressing. we just getting started. We're scratching the surface okay. of what we're getting ready to do here. I will say this, you know, that uh, we will, I'm going to put this on record and by faith. And this yeah. may sound mad cocky, but I'm Go just like, ahead, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I believe God. You okay. know what I'm saying? I yes. know I'm here for a reason, right? Yes but um you know what our church is designed to to help people follow god and live as kings that's mm-hmm. what we're about right mm-hmm. and real real kingdom vibe but not only that um i do recognize that god has called us to build a very large authentic kingdom church here in new york city mm-hmm. and and more or less what i'm really trying to say is that you know um you know in about a decade or so we're gonna be one of the fastest growing churches here in new york city okay. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm saying that yeah. right you heard it right you heard it behind here. the ground <laughs> yes yeah. absolutely um so I, will, but so what I did was I wanted to be legit because I know that so many people, like, because I talk to people. So mm-hmm. that's one of the thing I think you have to do. I reached out to people who were doing it, people okay. who were similar vibe tribe to what I'm on. Okay. And, you know, built relationships with other pastors. And okay. um, what I heard from them was that a lot of times people can be, they have that save a city mentality Mm. if i can that's a good way to put it (laughs) (laughs) i know you were hip-hop heads as am i growing up right and um so i didn't want to be that guy i didn't want to be a guy coming just thing like yo i'm i'm like i'm here now we about to you know because i'm here right because there's so many amazing men and women Mm -hmm. who've been here Mm -hmm. who are doing tremendous things And so I wanted to be legitimate. I wanted to be a part of the city. So I wanted to know the differences. I wanted to know what the trains smelled like. I wanted to know, mm. you know what I'm saying, um, <laughs> you know, who to <laughs> avoid and, and, you know, what time of day not to get on the trains. You right. know what I'm saying? I wanted right. to know all this stuff. So I took that time. So you
0: really immerse yourself in the to. culture. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely.
1: Wow. Um, You know, ate the food that I didn't want to eat. Okay. You know, smelled all the smells that I didn't want to <laughs> smell. I lived in every borough except uh, Staten Island.
0: Really? Yeah, okay. for a brief
1: period of my okay. time. But you know what I'm saying? So I, so you
0: can really speak from each borough. Absolutely. You kind of have a sense of yeah. how things are working. Okay, absolutely.
1: interesting. Because I wanted to be like a real New Yorker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not just a fly-by-night kind of guy. One of the um, former pastors here, um, old dude from Hillsong, uh, Brother Lentz. Yeah. He was. I, I read from him that he you know used to take the train everywhere. Really? Yeah, just to really to get the, the heartbeat of the city and to become a New Yorker. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, people have to really do. You have to study the area, mm-hmm. become part of it mm-hmm. and and not, you know, be high minded because there's so many other people. I want to stress this. who were born and raised here. Yeah that are doing amazing things yeah. and holding it down and so it would just be so cocky and arrogant to think that a person could come and now city is going to be changed because, you're <laughs> because here. you here yeah i'm right? just like what <laughs> so, i didn't want to be that
0: well that's good I, I like the way you say that because that is you know you're right there some of us especially from a pastoral standpoint we do feel like we're <laughs> walking into place we're coming to save the place yeah and uh, a lot of times we dismiss Uh, people's cultures we dismiss what's happening yeah We, we don't get a chance to really get a chance to figure out what's going on but when we read about jesus come on and when we we follow his pattern he actually was able to maneuver through those cultures right. and the places that he'd been, because he was relatable. He yeah. Was, he was able to connect where they, on, where, where they were. So I think that's a good point. And I think it does apply even in some avenues in business, because sometimes you can take a product and throw a product out yeah. there, but if you don't really know what that people need in that particular group or that territory, that area... <sighs> You'll miss it, right? You'll, you'll, you'll bring a pro- product to market or a business to market that doesn't belong. And so you're a business kind of man, too. Mm-hmm. How is your approach to marketing? Like, you know, a kingdom-minded Yeah. Marketing. How do you approach marketing from a kingdom perspective?
1: So you got me excited, right? Okay. So, you know, it's only a couple <laughs> things in life that get me excited. Jesus marketing and Kobe. Okay, all right, Kobe, and, and my right? future wife. Up. Yeah, I and my future wife. Out, right? Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> and your future uh, wife. Yeah, my future wife. There you go. There we there go. You go. Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're speaking it right in yeah, Come on, this is the prophetic. Right? This is a prophetic show today. <laughs> we're prophesying all day today. Um, so it's very interesting. You said this about Jesus, right? The Bible says Jesus. We pertaining to Jesus in Hebrews, we have not a high priest that can't be touched Mm -hmm. with our infirmities. So Jesus was made like us, so that he can relate to us. And you think about like the greatest wisdom of God is that in order to save the world, Mm -hmm. he had to become it. He had to become. Come on, he had to. He who knew no sin, the Bible says, became sin. Right. So that he could literally save us from sin, so it's a matter of not necessarily partaking and becoming evil, but right. you have to be able to embrace and immerse yourself. So I think that no matter what your product is, whether it's salvation for all humanity, mm-hmm. whether it's a church plant, whether it's um, a new business, you really have to know the market and be able to, to say, "Hey, that I belong here, mm-hmm. and I'm natural." It's almost almost too like with, with, with your body, like mm-hmm. certain viruses, I know it's kind of like weird for we talk about viruses. <laughs> We've
0: got to <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but certain, but
1: not that one, <laughs> we forgot there are many other viruses. But, um, you know, the ones that are more effective often don't they they immerse the system. So, basically, they don't just say, like, yo, I'm here. Mm. Sometimes they come in mm. and they use um means go. to be able to kind of blend in, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And so, you don't necessarily know yeah. or you don't necessarily yeah. feel it. And I think that's the way that. We want to be able to immerse. And the Bible says this pertaining to, you know, like the kingdom of God. It's like a man who had a piece of bread and he took three, a uh, little bit of leaven. He put three pecks of it in and it eventually spread and immersed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a point of mm-hmm. we got to embrace and um, to embrace the culture because I'm going to say this last thing because we this place makes me want to preach. Okay. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> this is behind the ground. We go,
0: we go there here.
1: Is that every seed that is planted mm-hmm whether it be in your business, um, whether it be a, a woman's and a man's seat um, mm-hmm. or uh a seat of the church or whatever, mm-hmm. it has to pull on the resources of the ground. Mm-hmm. So it has to take okay. from the resources that it's planted in in right. order for it to thrive. And a lot of times we feel that if we don't get to, if we don't immerse ourselves and we can't really begin to pull on what is there for us to take, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. A woman, her, you know, when she's pregnant, that baby is going to take on every resource that that woman it's gonna gives. It it's going to take it, mm-hmm. whether it's by permission <laughs> or the not. Good and the bad. Yeah, it's, it's taking it. You know, <laughs> if they don't have enough calcium, it's going to take the calcium out that woman's bones. Mm-hmm. You know, and so in the same way, in a city, in a business, like our job, particularly as kingdom people, we're coming to dominate. Mm-hmm. We're here to be able to take and pull in order to do that legitimately and authentically mm-hmm. to have the right. We have to be able to immerse ourselves in culture and immerse ourselves without losing our identity, without losing our call without losing what makes us different. Although we immerse and take on the culture and the soil of where we're planted, mm-hmm. that is not, you know, we still have a mission to produce something that is going to really glorify God.
0: Oh Man, that's deep. You know, what, what's another interesting thing too, so we're talking about that, immersion in the culture. There's a lot of culture here in New York too. So let's talk about that too, you know. It's a little different than, again, coming from Akron, yeah, right? Yeah. We kind of know this side of the street, <laughs> yeah. the other side of the street is this, that, and the other. But there is a melting pot, a true melting pot here in New, in New York. There's so many different cultures and there's so many competing things. Yeah. Um, how do you so far, how how do you balance, you know, especially, you know, being a, a pastor. Right. And, and, you know, coming from, you know, um, having probably more of a uh, how can I put it, more of a um, conservative type of mindset. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you fit here in New York? How does how does that work?
1: Boy, that's a great question. And I don't mean you're a conservative in any better
0: nature, but you know what I mean. There's probably yeah. a lot. of I left things. my
1: MAGA hat at home somewhere. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking,
0: and it's okay. If you're a MAGA, we'll talk about it. If you are, we can talk about
1: it. I'm not a MAGA hat man, but I mean I do rock with the former president, though. But anyways, we'll um, talk about that. Then. All right, let's talk. But to your point, I think it's a matter of. Uh, Authentically know who you are. Jesus says this Mm -hmm. I know who I am, I know where I came from, I know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And I think those three core principles allow you to be able to maintain and to keep yourself Mm -hmm. and your call and not have to feel, you know, fear because this is a real thing. Like, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you have so many, like, so many people, so many different economic um you know levels that people are walking like you, you mm-hmm. never know it's like right. and our church is situated i mean God has blessed us in the, one of the probably nicest uh, ta- uh communities yeah. in all of New York yeah. City like all of New this York is, City this
0: is
1: beautiful yeah man and it's a it's a beautiful thing and so here's the thing knowing that you're not you know i'm i'm not a, a seven figure guy yet
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what i'm saying you you feel that like you know what i'm saying like and and also being that I am a, you know, a traditional
2: mm-hmm.
1: Negro, <laughs> American Negro in terms of my ethnicity and bringing up, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a Midwest guy. Yeah. I'm not out here trying to be flashy with, right. you know, I'm not a fashionista, and right. I say it in the most respectful way. Right. And so it's weird because I'm just like, I don't fit here. You know what i mean i I have to battle that, and then it's just a matter of having to be renewed in your mind, so you recognize that you know we're not what's on the outside, but we're really you know your assignment, your purpose, your destiny gives you the right and authority to be in a place even if you don't fit it. That's what makes you able to be a David in a you know situation with a Goliath right, although I don't have the shield, I don't have the arm, I don't have the you know maybe not the educational polish or whatever, but still you know i'm I'm looking at every giant with a different perspective because mm-hmm. I recognize. You know, there's a, there is an anointing, and I'm here for that. Why?
0: Wow. All right, so I got to come back to it. Come so back you said to it. Oh you, God, you rock with the former president. And so We're gonna get a little. <laughs> we're gonna go down that road, you know, because you know, and that's good. That's what I bring here on Behind the Grind. We have people from different uh, belief systems and so forth. But again, yeah. you're a Midwestern, Midwestern right? So, uh, you know, if, you, if Akron is probably an industrial, definitely uh, blue collar place that I'm familiar with. Surely, what brings you to? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say you support them, but what brings you to believe uh, rock with the former resident?
1: Well, listen, you know, before y'all before y'all dox me, I voted for him twice. I will say that, both times, wow. right? Both times, and I would do it again every single time, okay. pretending to the options that we had at the okay. time. Um, it's several things. One, as a kingdom guy, again, this not to say if you're not kingdom that you shouldn't think like this, mm-hmm. but for me, several things are important. Number one. Um, before I vote based off of my ethnicity, I'm going to vote off of what is, you know, I think what is important to Jesus right now. And then I'm looking at what is best for the nation. And then I'm looking at, you know, what is best for my particular uh, community of people like me. So that's kind of my filter. And I think when I looked at uh, former President Trump compared to the other ones, I thought that his plan and what he wanted to do, I think it kind of... He he won all those rounds, if I could say that, Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of what's best for the country. I think having an administration, whether or not he believed it, Mm -hmm. he he repped the church. I think he was not afraid of the church. I think he he empowered the church. And for me, anybody that is for the church authentically Mm -hmm. and that says, listen, we want you guys to be able to to say what you want to say, be able to preach, you know, how you feel the Bible is saying, Mm -hmm. um, to give us that freedom. To me, I was like, there's, you know, I'm with that. I don't think there's anything more precious to God in the earth than the church,
0: okay.
1: you know. And so, if he's a defender of the church, and again, I don't, I'm not saying that means that he's a Christian and right. he's tongue talking and you know what I'm saying and uh, <laughs> deliverance services casting out devils for people. But I am saying this though is that anybody that has that mind is is you know that's that's favorable. And I don't think there's been a president. Again, I'm going to get in trouble. You're going to lose some viewers. <laughs> Not because of what I'm saying, but because they're going to stop watching because I don't want to listen to this dude. I've been called Mad Uncle Toms and all kind of Uncle Ruckuses. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think we've had a president that has been as pro-church
2: mm.
1: politically and policy-wise than President Trump. And to me, that's saying a lot. And again, I love the church. I'm, I love what Jesus loves. Mm-hmm. And for me, if you want to give us the ability to function and flourish, then I'm for it.
0: So I'm going to stay here. If you uh, don't Listen, mind. man. Let's, let's go there. It's right? your show, we, we, man. We, we we behind the grind. <laughs> and because, again, this is a conversation that a lot of times we don't have, yeah. especially, you know, uh, people may have different opinions, different views, sure. but we all, um, you know, uh, f- believe in Jesus. Right? Absolutely. So where do you come? You know, obviously... There's two things that happened, you know, and we won't spend a lot of time here, but I do want to mention this, though. You know, obviously there was a time where people were prophesying mm. that there would be a, another term, mm-hmm. prophesying that this would happen again, uh, the Trump. Sure. Where did you stand with that? And then what do you think about those that prophesied that? Is that is it still truth? Or do, are you one of those ones that said, hey, he actually did win, right? <laughs> Let, Let's throw it all You want to see how crazy I am. That's <laughs> what you want to know. It's like, I want to see how crazy this brother is.
1: Um, prophecy is weird. Here is the ironic part: mm-hmm. is that people have been very vocal about prophecies made, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, mm-hmm. but we failed to, ref- to forget four years ago there were also many prophecies made. It's true. Mm-hmm. About President Trump would never that is be true. president. That
0: is a true statement. <laughs> Many prophecies <laughs> were made, and I can call
1: names out. <laughs> and it's often the same people now who are trying to, you know, condemn those who had wrong prophecies. So okay. I'm just like, you know, like Jesus says, He who is without sin, or mm-hmm. I'm going to say error in this sins let him throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, everybody was wrong on both cases in 2016 and also mm-hmm. in uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I believe that he lost the election. I will say that. Just so you know. I'm not holding on (laughs) to a future, you know, uh, November surprise. You know, I'm not holding on to that.
0: So, and, and I get it. You know, I did want to bring that up because, yeah. you know, some people say if, if you supported, you know, the former president, then you must believe all of these things. Yeah. And the truth of the matter, there's so many variations. Yeah. Um, the truth of the matter is you were voting for, it sounds like based upon your convictions. Absolutely. More so than the man, I would say. I mean, awesome. the man had, I mean, obviously there are some things that you may have liked, sure. but it wasn't all because he was the savior, going back to our yeah. a, the savior of the country. Right, right? absolutely not. I wasn't so one of those guys. Something <laughs> more of a conviction standpoint, yeah. which is good. Now let's talk. Can I say something? Yeah, go that? ahead. Yeah. I don't
1: want you to forget your thoughts. I thought you had okay. a good turnaround. Um, I will say this about, and this is the problem because people, for whatever reason, you can't believe what you what you want to believe mm-hmm. without feeling like it's harming other people. So mm-hmm. I, I really don't even say this publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I'm somebody important, mm-hmm. but. I, I keep I kinda hide that. My church don't even know oh, okay. who I voted for. Are
0: we okay with it? Yeah, we're fine with it. <laughs> I don't care. Like it's done with now. Like you know what I'm
1: saying. Um, but it's because people treat you differently. Like mm-hmm. if I, you know, for me to say that I supported the former president, man, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many women now I'm a single man, I'm living a holy life, so when I say this, I say this in all due respect. Okay. Like, man, I can count on multiple hands or both hands. <laughs> and yours <laughs> how many women have turned me down because um, when they found out that i supported the president in, yeah they were just like yo we just can't get with it we think you don't like you know like they think i don't like black people I'm like yo i'm a black man you know what i'm saying like i like my favorite black person in history potentially besides jesus is um you know malcolm x yeah i'm like a, a lightweight black nationalist <laughs> you know that's what i the, <laughs> the President about right so it's kinda like, you know, I'm just a walking contradiction in every area of my life. Right. Um so I'm I'm saying that though because it's like I want to support black people, I want to see black people come yeah. up. I'm for my community. Yeah. I always want my community to win. Right. Um, but it's interesting though that people just feel like if I if you do this, mm-hmm. then that means then you're anti that. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, it's it's been a fun ride. And I'll, that's the only thing I regret mm-hmm. about my, you know, support of the former president is just how it's impacted my love life.
0: You know his <laughs> love life. You know what? I will say this. You know, it, it's amazing how we could get. We can almost go to fight. You know, we we expect, and we can talk about this now. I think we can talk about this now post Trump, right? Yeah. We were going maybe, post maybe, Trump. maybe. Okay, all right, all right. You know what? I'm just I kidding. Have, I, I just have no way of determining what the next thing will be. But I will say this. You know, we in this era, we can look back at this situation and we can um, look at, like you said. Potential. I mean, we we you, you you're trying to date somebody yeah. you're doing all this, and this one thing right. turns somebody a totally different way. Right. It's I mean, this is oh, agitated family. People yeah. have gotten into almost fistfights. It is it's been very agitating. You know what side of the fence yeah. you stand on, and I don't know when we got to this place in the in the country. I mean, I, we've always had the the red and the blues and the you know like yeah. anything else, but in the last few years, it's gotten very very. I don't know how to even put it. It's gotten very controversial. People really write you off yeah. without hearing you out. They, they, it's almost like we cut you out once I hear that you're this. We're not open to right. listening to each other. What do you think has brought us to this point like in, in the world where we, we we're not able to, to, to listen to each other and figure mm. things out? Because, and I want to say this point, too. Sure. Now that we've got the those of us who may have <laughs> voted the other way, now that we've gotten this, how excited are we about who we got? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we want to talk about that now because we, we, we want it. We were going yeah. to polls on the other side right. to get this person. Right? How excited are we now? Is everything going well? Is everything going perfect? But how did we get to this point?
1: That's a Pandora's <laughs> box, brother. And I'm going to say this. We're still waiting on that meeting with the African-American uh, mm. caucus from Brother Biden and Sister Harris. I will say that. Mm. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh. I think that po- uh, politics in general works when you have us versus them. And that's one of the mm. things about marketing too, is okay. that it's always a us versus them. Like if you can have somebody that is the other, yeah, it always makes it easier to position yourself, mm. whether you're good or bad. It just makes it more polarizing. And that's one of the things that the president, the former president Trump was able to do was to present himself as totally other and to make everyone enemies. Mm. Right now, that's not why the, the country's divided, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that is a strategy that works in trying to move an agenda forward by having polar opposites. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it, even, you know, quote unquote, good versus evil. Everything Although we, we know, yeah. Right. Even He's though God on. is not versus the devil right. because he'll, you know, there's no comparison. Right. To, you know, the devil, to God, but (laughs) at the same yeah, not even close,
0: (laughs) not even close,
1: but you have that, you know, exactly, exactly, I mean,
0: every superhero has a villain, that's right, everything is this way or that way, but we are coming to a point where I don't know if anybody sees it, but there is, there, it's, it's almost like, instead of the, the Phoenix Suns playing the Bucks in the finals, It's almost like the Phoenix Suns playing Golden State, playing (laughs) Brooklyn, playing all of these teams Uh are all playing at the same time. There is no one against the other. There's so many things, but yet we're making it one against the other. That's a good point, There's so many issues that one party doesn't solve. Right. right? There's so many. Truthfully, you know, it's at this point that I see so many positive things, Mm -hmm. maybe from the other side that I didn't see before. Vice versa, there's some positive things on this side or wherever. But some kind of way we made. if I take this side, I've got to take all everything goes with it. And
1: then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, take that back. Take that back. How <laughs> did we get here? <laughs> Boy. Man. I mean, I think that's, and, and I, I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists here. Mm-hmm. But it's going to sound mad conspiratorial. I think that's part of the, that's the way that these corporations, they get paid. Mm-hmm. Right? They have to keep you, us you know one way in order we got to remember like big media mm-hmm. news companies mm-hmm. they are not out for the benefit of the people mm-hmm. they exist because they are corporations mm-hmm. have a bottom line and they have an agenda <coughs> man, a strong agenda man and and even <laughs> before we start talking about the agenda whether it's a nefarious or a, a, you know positive agenda mm-hmm their first and foremost agenda mm-hmm. is let's get this money.
0: Oh, profit. Yeah. From a business standpoint. <laughs> yeah, from a business standpoint. Profit. Absolutely. Right. And the only way
1: they can do that, now again, all due respect to, you know, the the, the COVID uh yeah. virus, right? Yeah. Think about it. That is big business. Yeah. Keeping people glued to say, Oh my God, we got a new we got a new thing happening. Oh this is happening, you know, fifty thousand people dead, blah, blah, blah. That keeps you glued. I, I gotta mm. turn in, and so they'll do everything they can to position it. So when it comes to dividing our country mm-hmm. and pushing narratives that says, well, if you are anti-vaxxed then that means you are a pro-Trumper, mm. if you're anti-masker, that means you're a pro-Trumper. So mm. I don't mess with you. Or if you are a pro-vax or if you're a pro-masker, that means that you're liberal mm. and that you, you know, you don't respect your, uh, you know, you you do whatever the government tells you to do. Like these are the things that these. Institutions do. Fox doesn't see it, in, narrative. doesn't absolutely but to keep them because we need a other wow. in order for us to be able to keep you yeah. locked in.
0: And that's interesting what you say about that narrative because that's a very true point. Mm-hmm. They they they've tried to divide the vats. <laughs> yeah, where, I don't know if we can even say that. <laughs> can right, we say We're that? that it's, a, it's probably censored right now. We <laughs> but, didn't even but, know it. <laughs> but, but but they like you said it's if you if you're anti then you must be with all of this yeah. that we know isn't true because we know there are people in our community. That may not have been <laughs> right. attached to the, right. the bag of hats, right? Right, 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 That right. will not get the vacs, right? There's just people that just really just, they don't care what their political view, <laughs> they don't want to get it. Right. And then there's people who do want to get right. it. But yet the narrative is this against them. Right. Wow, it's amazing. You can go down, I remember
1: walking down the street and I remember somebody, I just felt people, because sometimes, like, I, you know, I got a mask in my pocket. You always got to stay ready. Oh, you got you you. to stay oh, ready. Oh, stay in New York. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like, I got to put a mask in here. Like, yeah, okay, God damn. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, you got to roll <laughs> in New York. I've been
0: in, I just want to say this. I've been in New York. I, obviously, you guys know I'm from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia is an option. Here in, in New in New York, you better have it in your pocket. You got to have the mask in your pocket, vaxxed or not vaxxed, yeah. the mask has to be close to you. But mask. go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a real
1: thing out here. The, the the interesting thing, Sherrod, is that I felt that people were, because I don't, like, I'm not the guy that would be in my car with my mask on. Okay, because right. that just makes no sense to me. Like, why you are you in the car by yourself? Why would you? Yeah, why would you? That? Yeah, myself. <laughs> if I got it, then I'm a pass it to myself one thousand percent every time. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that I felt that. You know, I would look at somebody and mm-hmm. I could say, "Oh, this person on the mask, on I know who they voted for," mm-hmm. and it's just crazy. And Subconsciously,
0: in your mind that's what's playing. Yes, and and it, that
1: might even be the case. Oh. You know, or I see these people who just look really, really liberal. I mean, mm-hmm. they they dress like they just, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm our lips. let me get let me get my mask <laughs> you know i'm just like <laughs> they feel like I need, i'm i hurting them i feel like they looked at me as if i was hurting them by not mm-hmm. having a mask on mm-hmm. you know but like i'm walking down the street like yo i'm you know mm-hmm. but anyways but it's these things that are plenty subconscious things and that's because these narratives have happened by the media mm-hmm. i don't necessarily think again this is my take i don't think that the former president was the divisive person i think that you when you when you A tent nah when you highlight certain things and you say this is all we're telling you
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and this is what we want you to think, then I don't then I think that it goes beyond that person because Mm. I'm gonna say this man and whatever and this is you know, this is not my apologetics moment for the former president, but before the elections, you know, for the most part black people we were fans of President Trump. Donald we Trump, were. we were we big.
0: Were. We watched the show.
1: watched the show, we I didn't. had a
0: tie. I looked in my you closet, in? I had a tie.
1: You had a Donald a a Trump Donald tie. I a Trump tie.
0: I hate to say it. Man, you, I'm, I'm sure it's burnt <laughs> now. no longer exists. Actually, I think it's still there. Yeah, man. Don't let me <laughs> catch you wide, in that. Don't let me catch you. Don't let me you Made in China, come too, like it, it ought back to be. In style, and
1: I'm be <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. But you know what's interesting? So I don't think, I mean, like some of the amazing black things, right? I right. mean, he supported Jesse Jackson's President Trump. I yeah. think before it was even popular, he was yeah. the President Trump was one of the ones. I mean, so it's yeah. significant things that make me realize okay, this guy is not, you know, yeah. what we've seen. But if right. you highlight certain things and you twist it and you, you know, multiply it, it's mm-hmm. always going to produce a certain thing. So I don't look at what the president said was divisive. I look at it as what necessarily i mean sure, i'm not saying it wasn't irresponsible or things, yeah of course right? i mean he listened he many foot and <laughs> mouth moments <laughs> okay many things that i don't even say i don't think again i'm not one to quick call to call someone quickly racist okay because i think racism is not in what you say mm-hmm. first of all but even with that said i don't think that he said anything necessarily racist. i think the most racial i mean he said a lot of racially insensitive things mm. I I don't relate that that to racism. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, racism. Anyways, um, I mean, I'll tell you what's racist, to say that all black people think the same except for a small portion of them. And that's what President Joe Biden said about black people. Trump never said anything that bad about black people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, that's racist. Like, all black people think the same.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not true. That's not true. That is. There's so many <laughs>
1: variations. You know, for sure. You know. That's the. That's more race. But anyways, I'm just saying. So I. Don't, but I, even him saying that, I don't think President Biden is racist. Mm-hmm. Even though he said that thing that is highly that's a racially point. insensitive. So, so
0: what you. What I'm hearing you saying is on both sides. Yeah. the uh The things that they said have been race. Maybe both may have said some things that have been racially insensitive. Right. But you wouldn't necessarily say, nah. I can define them as both nah. racist yeah. because of
1: it. Yeah. You need a okay. bigger body of work right. for me to be able to call somebody a racist. It's not going to just be because you had a tweet. Okay. okay, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Which is what the media wants us to do. They want, you, again, cancel right. culture and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. They want you to say, like, yo, if you say the wrong thing at yeah. the wrong time without context, right. then it's just like, you're evil. You're the right. devil. You're going to hell. And uh, we don't want you. But... With with the former President Trump, and I know, you know, this is not the objective of this uh, <laughs> glorious interview on Behind the Grind. <laughs> um, but it's still a matter for me of saying this, like, when we recognize that there are powers and people that have an agenda to keep us divided, mm. to keep us in the state of flux. Because when you do that, you're always going to get power, no matter what, you're going to get power. Interestingly, right, the president, former president thinks he's lost the, the election, right, still to this day.
0: You know, he thinks
1: he won. I'm sorry, you're right. He thinks he won an election. Let's let's be clear. Right. Yeah. He reminds me of of uh, Deontay Wilder, (laughs) who, you know, swears to this day that, you know, he was cheated a thousand ways by Tyson Fury in their second, uh, their rematch that they had, right? And, you know, to this day, he still, to this day, (laughs) to this day, Uh, you know, he believes that. And the point I'm making is this, though, is that, they're still raising money. So in mm-hmm. politics, <laughs> they mm-hmm. say, we lost, help us, you know, mm-hmm. they stole it from us, mm-hmm. give us $50 mm-hmm. and, you know, help us, you know what I'm saying, continue this fight, right? Mm-hmm. That's what the, the Trump is saying. Mm-hmm. Biden side, the Democrats are saying, well, you know, we won, give us $50 <laughs> to, to keep us from winning. Because no matter what side you're on, it's going to continue empowering the be. So mm-hmm. it's better. You can't have good politics with a unified country.
0: Mm-hmm. You're saying something. <laughs> you're really saying something because obviously we have witnessed this working. And it actually works. Obviously what you're saying, it actually works. So outside of all of that, yeah. let's come back down to the people. How do we as the people move forward? Like we're here in New York. Yeah. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to bring going back to this. Come from a state where, yeah. you know, obviously there are people that got uh, got vaccinated and, and are able to move and flow as they yeah. please. Maybe they choose to pull out their mask. Maybe <laughs> they don't. Right. But I walk into New York. And it's a different world here. Obviously, in order to go into restaurants, yeah, in order to go into uh, sports events, I actually went to the uh, the the Brooklyn the, oh, the Barclays! Yeah. The Barclay? but they asked for proof mm-hmm. to to actually enter into yeah. the the um, the stadium. Absolutely. So now we're obviously there's other news about, um, and I don't want to go too far with this, but I'm just creating for some people listening. There's a whole other world happening in different places. Yeah, yeah, where. Jobs are being threatened. Absolutely, and we know that's coming out of the president, but it's actually in full effect yeah. here in New York, yeah. where, where jobs, people are being laid off based upon not getting the vaccine. Absolutely, uh, uh, the vaccination and so absolutely. Forth. How do you? How, this is talking from a pastoral standpoint. Yeah. How do you help people through this time? You know, because you may have some members that want don't, that don't want to get absolutely, vaccinated, and you may have some that are pro vaccinated absolutely. But at the same time, you're preaching a message about yes. Jesus, but yet you have to deal with. Going back to that right. culture thing, you yeah. got to deal with that. How do you deal with with all
1: this? Uh, with great nuance, I think it, <laughs> it takes wisdom. Because to your point, I mean, my 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 job is not which well, I can talk about this. Really, cause this is a podcast, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not this is a podcast in the demeaning <laughs> way, but I'm saying this is not. You yeah. know, i this is not Sunday morning um, or any day what I'm have my pastor hat on. But right. when I do have my pastor hat on. I recognize that my allegiance is to Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's not to any political party. It's not to who I voted for. Mm-hmm. It's not to my skin color. Mm-hmm. It's not to my community. It's not to my family. Jesus said, my my, my, uh, meat to do the will of him who sent yeah. me. And who is your family? Those who do the will of God. Right. And I feel like that's the same vibe. And so we always want to have God's mind on something. And so, unfortunately, there are churches and leaders and non-church leaders who, who are sponsored by certain sides. It's
0: true. There's no truth to that.
1: And I'm just leave it at that. But <laughs> but as a result, they have to say mm-hmm. what their sponsors suggest them to. Mm-hmm. As for me, I feel like the true kingdom stance is when Jesus is Lord. I had a guy, real story, mm-hmm. true story. Mm-hmm. I had a guy come in here once. Now this was before I got more information about the vax and you know I was cool about it. Mm-hmm. Um he said, You have the vax We were doing a haircut outreach, Mm. cutting hair. He had a tremendous, you know, barber and whatever come through. He was like, yo, the guy came in. He was like, yo, you know, I love it here. So, you know, are you vaxxed? You're vaxxed, right? And at the time, I wasn't Mm. vaccinated. Um, And I was like, I'm still kind of looking like, no, you got to do it. Mm. I was like, I don't know. Because, you know, I was at the point, I was like, I don't trust the government and, you know, what they do Mm. to black people. (laughs) Historically, (laughs) particularly from a medical perspective. But anyways, um, he was like, you know, you got to do it. He said this, and I quote, he said, God's not going to heal you. He said, God's not going to help you with that. Like, you need to get this vaccine because God is not going to help you. At that point, you know, I felt, you know, I just let him come through because I'm trying to win the brother. I'm not yeah, going to be like, you know, just yeah. stand up in my holy bowl. Satan, I rebuke you. Right. But I'm just like, yo, <laughs> okay. I was like, you say what you got to say. But my stance is this. Is that Jesus is greater. Yeah. No matter what comes, no matter what happens, Jesus is greater. So if you get the vaccine, Jesus is greater. Yeah. If you don't get it, Jesus is yeah. greater. So you go, stop come on, great. that's a fact. <laughs> come on, Go by your conscience. Yeah. If your conscience convicts you and says not to do it, if you got a personal word from the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost that says don't do it, then you follow God and you do what's right to you. Mm-hmm. But if not, you know, but I'm not going to condemn you because mm-hmm. that's not my job. Right. It's not a sin to do, you know, to take right. medicine. Right. You know what I'm saying? True. Do you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the mark of the beast. So, uh, you know, we they're not doing crazy. You've put worse things in your body. <laughs> I won't say worse things. Let me rephrase that. But you've you tried put some things. other unknown substances. <laughs> Let me put it like this. You've
0: tried some things.
1: You don't know what's in that ice cream that you're eating. You don't know what's in that GMO, that the GMO watermelon that you just ate. You don't know what's in that. That Beyond Burger. <laughs> Come on, man. What is it? What is it? So I think we have to have these, you know, these true stances. And so I yeah. think the kingdom stance is, is that we're not going to let this, you know, cause us to lose track of what's most important yeah. and further divide the church. So now the church is anti-vax versus vax. The church is anti-mass versus mass. Like, no, we are anti-antichrist. Um, <laughs> That's what we you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anything that comes up against the knowledge, like Jesus says yeah. in uh, 2 Cor 10 4, it says, we're you know, casting down every vain imagination, everything that rises up um, against the knowledge of god that's what we're against and mm-hmm. so no matter where it comes from mm. anyway so we got to be careful about that and so i just try to be very you know neutral particularly even yeah. political like yeah. i have my own political views yeah. Right. i don't preach that right you know what i'm saying
0: i love that i love how you distinguish that i mean obviously you're a person so you yeah. can have you know you still have to go and vote yeah you still, you still have these things but what you're saying is i don't necessarily push that on my congregation. I don't, you know, force that on them. This is your conviction and it's not a heaven it sounds like I'm I'm not putting words yeah. in your mouth, but it sounds like you've made it not a heaven and hell Absolutely. issue. Is that is that Absolutely. Fair to
1: say? Absolutely. Yeah, but
0: some ministers or some preachers have taken yeah. it that far and have pushed that on people yeah. on whatever side of the coin right. and made it seem as though this is a heaven and hell issue when some of this stuff isn't as Major as we make it, like I said, you can take something from one side yeah. that's good and throw some other stuff back. Absolutely, vice versa. none of them have it all. To, I would yeah. say, in my opinion, none of them have it all together. That's a fact. And so we have to be very, very careful. But you can know, I say you something real quick? Yeah, go ahead.
1: This may throw you off even more. I've done this <laughs> this episode. Yeah, oh, bro.
2: <laughs>
1: Interestingly, man, people. And this is ironic because this church, you have one of two sides. One, you've got the, you know, the um, the black, blackety black. Yeah. You know, it's like, yo, you know, power to the people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're continuing the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, the quote unquote evangelical, which is almost like a cuss word now mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Evangelical church, which well, basically well, means white it. people. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, well, that's how we
1: see it. <laughs> Which is fair. Like I said, I'm not trying to say, you know, that... I ain't heard uh, you as a black
0: brother, but I'm about evangelical. That is true. Real talk.
1: Definitely white people. Pre- predominantly white people. And Tony Evans. Hallelujah. But white I, people and Tony Evans. Right, and, but, uh, like, and a lot of younger black uh,
0: uh, people have, you know, because obviously they've been introduced to a lot sure. of the, 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 the broader ministries and so forth. But
1: yes, But you, you were saying. Yes. It's very true, though. Um... Uh, these guys are like um, I forget my point. Man. It was a wonderful point. I was having. I just they just hit me and <laughs> they they come. It was going to be dope, but let's continue. You
0: were talking about the you know the the variations of the black the blacky the...
1: black evangelical. Yes, um, dude, it was a wonderful point. I I really forget. It's okay. But... White people and I say this in all due respect. The white our white brothers and sisters, not like white people because I love sure, I love sure, all sure. people right. Um, they have thank you. Their biggest thing is abortion right right that's that's
0: that's, that's, the, that's the the
1: forefront that's that's the mm. that's is why we're supporting right. and I was like what the crazy thing is this though mm-hmm. right <laughs> I was doing some research the prime the most of the abortions that happen okay let me let me back up a little bit okay they, okay so you know the evangelical church quote unquote is for you know, they push the Republican because conservative because you know prayer in schools allegedly, sure, sure. and you know abortion, sure. right? Abortion. We don't want to stop abortion, and right. abortion is tremendous. And we're I'm a Bible person. Sure. you But it's sin. It's right. wrong. Right. Now right? Um, let's you know. So anyways, but that's not condemnation of people who you know if you uh, partake in whatever. Um. And we're for black people. We want rights. We want we want support. We want people to be like, yo, you know, we're human beings. You know what I'm saying? Stop killing us. Mm-hmm. We want to have justice. We want to have fair. I mean, that's what I love so much about your pastor, Bishop Smith. You know what I'm saying? Um, the the human rights yeah. component of what you know yeah. what we have always lacked, as you know uh, in America, as as you know um, descendants of the enslaved, mm-hmm. and they ignore that, right? And then when it comes to violence, they look at us and it's like, they point out Chicago. I'm yeah. going somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> they point out like, you know, and the, the news, yeah. every time they want to show how bad things are, they point out Chicago.
0: is Chicago. <laughs> the, the go-to. Chicago. Like Chicago. Chicago. Like, What's happening in Chicago? Like, it's like, Chicago? And that
1: just basically means, you know, Negroes. You're right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, this is G, the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, man. Go ahead. So that, you know, that's a word for, you know, right. Negroes. Mm-hmm. And... But the problem is this, though, is that as bad as Chicago is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, they they always overlook that abortion is basically 60 percent a white crime. I, you know, I've <laughs> thought of this a long time, but I didn't know
0: if anybody else thought about that <laughs> I don't know. We actually have our kids. Yeah, of, I shouldn't say we all, but
1: uh, yeah. a lot of them have. Yeah, they, yeah. Listen, they don't they have the kids. funds. They don't got the six hundred, eight hundred dollars to drop. You know, how to pl- even though they're dropping Planned Parenthood's Planned Parenthood, as we see, they can shut it down. Abortion is still happening, right? And it's That's and it, and it's That's and true. it's happening in these communities. What I'm That's saying true. this is because it's it just shows just how when you can take a concept and you can politicize it. Mm-hmm to ignore the reality behind it. Like, we're so this, and we're against Chicago because Mm -hmm. it's murder. Mm -hmm. But what you won't say is that, well, we're against our own communities because we are murdering our own unborn at crazy rates. Worse than the people that are being murdered and shot in Chicago. That's true. That's a true statement. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, it just shows that when we take Mm aside... That's not a kingdom based side. The point I'm trying that's to make. That's good. We we become blinded.
0: That's good. I think I think that's the best way to describe it when it's not kingdom. Yeah. We we'll take a side and we can make it into all of these different things, but there's so many very the world is just it's Man. just so many variations to things and you can what we're seeing is people just pulling up their priority. You know, a group mm-hmm. of people, like when we talk about, bring up our priority. We, we want to be, we want the injustices to stop. We want this to stop. Whatever the group may be, they're bringing up that issue. Right. And we're making that the primary thing. And, and we can go to all the other groups. Mm-hmm. The, you know what I mean? And, and <laughs> their issues. Yeah. And oh, everybody's competing on what their issue is and trying to make that the priority. And the media grabs the one that looks like it's got the most attention, mm-hmm. and the fire on, and throws it at us Absolutely. and makes it a thing. And I'm not, I, of course, I'm not trying to say yeah. the, the media is, is fake news and all of <laughs> sure, this stuff. Of course. I because I, you know, I work with the media and I do all these different things. I love the media, in the aspect of it is an avenue to share news. Sure, but it, it also plays on where our weaknesses is Absolutely. and where where we're vulnerable. Yeah, and so we have to be conscious of that. We can't make our decisions. We can't make our choices solely on that. we got to go beyond that. And that's where a place of having spirituality (sighs) and having a place of having a relationship with God goes. Because now you don't have to rely solely on the the, the news. Because guess what? The news can get it wrong, right? The news can miss the forecast. They could, you know, going back (laughs) to the day, back when the weatherman would tell you it's going to rain today and you walk out and it doesn't rain. It happens. They miss it. It's not all true. You know, it's not absolute. And it even tickles me sometimes when people talk about Listening to science. Now don't get me wrong, science is good, but who's telling me the science? Come on, who's, man. who's pulling the information out and making it as though this is the ultimate science. <laughs> right. Yes, science has its its place, but who's sharing it? Right. Who's, who's who's putting it together? Right. And we don't we don't tackle that. We don't the moment they say that we're supposed to stop and not yeah. challenge it. There may be some other sides to the coin. Facts. Possibly, right? F- facts. Now what I may not know I may not be a medical doctor, but I do know if somebody had some 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 side
1: effects <laughs> right
0: that's close to me and a few other people may have had some side effects yeah. then maybe I should pay attention. I'm a, a little you know? twice. I'm <laughs> gonna pay attention. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get this off Facebook. I saw the <laughs> JoJo right. have such and right. such. You know right. what I mean? Right. You can't deny that. You can't me. deny that. You know what I mean? So I'm saying all that mm. to say the world is complicated and mm-hmm. it is complex. Uh, even me and you were talking here, and you know I didn't know of your mega hat, right? That you stuff <laughs> at home. I didn't know you even went down that road, right? But I still. Love I wasn't you as sure a- if I
1: could wear it today. I was just like, I don't know. I'm gonna leave that. But
0: I still love you as a brother, and I'm so glad we were even able to talk about this, yeah. right? Even in having these conversations, because one thing, again, going back to it, now that I, now that we've gotten people in place, yeah. right? Some, some stuff we don't like, everything. Like, yeah, I wish I had them <laughs> tweets back right
1: about now. We don't, we don't like everything <laughs> that we have.
0: Because I have a priority. I mean, you know, me sure. personally, I might have a priority. I yeah. want to see something done, and it may not be yeah. done at this moment. Right. Because somebody else deemed other things to be priority. Right. And so for me, yeah. you're not looking possibly as great right. in my eyes right. because of my priority right so anywho politics yeah it's, it's an amazing thing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't expect us to go there today yeah. on behind the grind but i think this is good i think this is a place it's fresh it's, it's it's something that we need to challenge it's something we need to talk to just like i said walking into new york i'm yeah. walked into like a whole nother a whole nother world now i love new york yeah. i'm loving everything about it but it has its It's way about it. And the way you go about...
1: (laughs) Man, New York is special. (laughs) And that's the thing. And and you got to recognize this, too, that you can't... Like, you can't fully reveal yourself. You know what's interesting? And this may seem duplicitous or Mm -hmm. uh, uh, inauthentic, but it's a real thing. You know, Jesus, when he went to heal... There was a guy, Mm -hmm. Legion. I mean, not Legion. He had the Legion of, you know, demons in them. The Bible says Jesus healed them. Mm -hmm. And... When he was, you know, casting out the devils, they said, we know who you are. Mm. He said, you know, you're the, the son of God. Mm-hmm. And the Jesus basically said, y'all, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that on the low.
0: <laughs> Don't this is real tell time. nobody this is real
1: talk. about who I really am.
0: This is real
1: talk. Yeah. And it's sometimes when you go into a place, although you may be something that is who you really are in all your uh, glory. Oh, you you may have not be able to come reveal on that. because they can't handle it at that time.
0: Oh man, you own something, bro. You own something. Yeah, man. I never saw it that way, <laughs> but it, it fits in context of what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Absolutely, there's certain things that you may not be able to reveal. Yeah. Wow. Until you get intimate, Intim- because who when told you, get-
1: you? Who told you I was the son of God? Mm-hmm. I known nobody. Come on, Matthew 16. Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, mm-hmm. Peter, but my Father who is in heaven. There's you know, an, know what
0: I'm You know, Jesus has an Come, on sir. In the Come circle, on, sir. You walk in an Come on, sir. You're going to learn something. You're <laughs> going you to learn something. Come on. We're on the mountain. That's choose, a fact, right? man. That's
1: a fact. <laughs> That's and he exposed himself more. And I think that when it comes to business or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because you got an assignment. Like, you got to understand, oh, you wow. can't let things about who you are stop the assignment wow. and that's so powerful that jesus had to cloak and he had to veil his his true identity yeah. for the sake of the assignment because wow. it would ruin the assignment if they found out this was god
0: wow <laughs> you know what i'm going to go on a rabbit trail now but i want to talk about oh, that we are
1: we already on we, we
0: are already <laughs> in the trail. speaking on that talking about Revealing yourself, obviously, you know, I'm an old, of the older age right? <laughs> right? and being of the older age, you know, we grew up, we didn't have access to all of these different things yeah. to be able to reveal ourselves, yeah. to be public and transparent yeah. and share our thoughts. Do you think there's a, 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 a too much of sharing yourself? Mm socially and, and out here on on the web or is it necessary mm-hmm. I mean, is that is this a necessary thing that we should reveal every aspect of us when we woke up this yeah. morning we ate trios and, <laughs> and whatever the case whatever right. we want to reveal right do you, do you think there should be some limitations or is this perfectly should be perfectly normal
1: well i would definitely say not for kids number one i okay. would say that um i think children should be excluded from this what i'm about to say mm-hmm. but it depends on what your assignment is because everybody has different tasks, so if I'm a, you know, a Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. it's necessary for me to show you everything, and I mm-hmm. say that in terms of what I'm. Maybe I shouldn't say Kim Kardashian. That let me just say another. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> another influencer. <laughs> All right. You know, another influencer. You you know, you want to show, like, this is what I'm doing, vlogging, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe necessary because mm-hmm. you need people to have eyes on what you're doing so that you can, you know, monetize how people make a living. So if that's mm-hmm. your how you make a living, then it's different. Is
0: but, it because, it, is it okay because we society has made it okay? Exactly. Or is it really okay? Is well. Healthy, is it?
1: Well, from a health perspective, I... I,
0: I mean, just in your opinion. Yeah, right?
1: I don't... Man, so... What it has done, I think it has made us. I don't say. I'll say it's not healthy, okay. and I'm going to say only because we we're constantly trying to measure up to yeah. curated moments. Okay, you know, it's almost like um, measuring your life to what happens at the the Metropolitan Museum or the Met, mm-hmm. based off of what you see. You have all these mm-hmm. finished products, these great, glorious works of art, mm-hmm. right? But you're trying to measure up your life to that finished thing whereas we're not measuring up to the real world which is this is hours and hours of the artist mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying starting over you know frustrated and so when we see people just showing everything it's not even really everything is everything that we want you to see That's true. that makes it look like this is the best so you know we're measuring the wrong moments and i think that we can fall into that which is the, the i think probably the biggest problem that we have because you know i gotta spend taking 50 pictures with you <laughs> before we eat our dinner just so you can choose which one is right
0: which reminds me i need to take a picture of this
1: conversation <laughs> you know i'm just like it makes no sense and it and it and it causes us to think that there is this perfection and yeah. you miss the grind yeah. which is where the glory is there you go there you, you know go. and that's why i think that's i think from a, 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 a psychological perspective or a, mm-hmm. a philosophical perspective i think that is the uh, you know i think that's why it probably wouldn't be a good thing
0: yeah, I know I sounded pretty old saying that because I know that's just so outdated and it sounds like... The, the Cheerios thing. was the only thing that was old about that. Nothing else was but old that, but the that, Cheerios. That whole process, I know. Is, <laughs> I want to pull on a couple of other topics yeah, and then we'll get out of here. But uh, but the agitation, kind of going back to mm-hmm. this whole Trump thing, the agitation on a lot of stuff, it actually does... In the politics, mm-hmm. it actually does sell. I mean, you look at Nas nice X, you look at whatever, oh, you God. go against the grain.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and it even brings it back to a recent thing. And I haven't he- heard it all, but and you haven't watched it either. But even like David Chappelle mm-hmm. right now, he's pushing the envelope. Sure. In a but he's intentional. Yeah. And he's pushing up the envelope yeah. right now, and he knew what he's saying. It's not one of those slip up type of things, right? But he's pushing. <laughs> it. Where are we in society? It's like the ball is moving. Mm-hmm. People are agitating you here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna right. agitate you. Right. And it's gonna give me the likes, the mm. follows. You're going to be talking about. Me. Yeah. What's going on with that? Is that, I know it's not God-like nature. It right. can't be. Or is there a... Cancel culture? Is, it, is that what it's called? Cancel culture? It, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, definitely not God-like.
0: <laughs> is that God-like. Where uh, are we getting this from, and, and how do we navigate in this world like this?
1: Man, that's a tough That's a tough question. So, I think that, and I hate this sound politicized. to sound politicizing. Yeah. The
0: TikTok teenagers are mm-hmm. pushing things in a challenge to the age, yeah. we're walking on milk right. carts. Right, milk crates. I'm like, heads, why? But it's getting a lot of attention. Man. Why are we doing this? For the likes. <laughs> but it okay. Take us mm. to a
1: spiritual place. Is All there right.
0: is there something in man that is that that does this for some level of attention or some level of how can we relate that?
1: So to the phenomena, I think by nature. I think people are, we're followers, Mm -hmm. right? We're designed to work in community Mm -hmm. and we're designed to have direction given to us. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the way God made it. Mm -hmm. That's the way, you know, everything is. You know, we, more of your body takes direction than it gives direction. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, most of our direction comes from our brain, right? Mm -hmm. So, think about it as seven pounds. I don't know, Mary Allegedly. <laughs> Maybe a pound. That would be a heavy brain. I think a, I think the, the brain is like a pound or something like that. It's got to, yeah. Um, but somewhere between, less than seven pounds, okay? But the point I'm making is, though, is that that's seven pounds of a person. They say your average weight is 185. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? That's not even 10%. The point I'm making is this, though, is that I think humanity... We have we want to follow. We want to be a part. We want to be, you know, in what's going on. We want to have fun. And, and you, you take two. you add a pandemic where you keep people locked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like now we have habits that have begun to stem out of pandemic life that yeah. now are becoming normal. Yeah. Whereas previous to that, you know, what I'm saying it may not have been as intoxicating because right. we were doing stuff. We right. had the real world. Right. Um, so you have that component. The other part of what you were saying, Sherrod, is that people, I don't want to sound like an a-hole here, <laughs> and I'm sorry if I may have lost your monetization. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're okay. 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 Never had that happen. <laughs> you can't say everything you want to say, I guess, on these things. Um, but when you, when you look at where we are as a society with cancel culture and things like that, it's and I don't want to sound politicized, right? But mm-hmm. you have the people telling us to be tolerant who themselves are intolerant mm-hmm. of anything that they're not for. Mm-hmm. So the pe- the man who's telling me or the person rather who's telling me, you know, you have to call me they you have to, you know, although I was born a man and I have all the male, you know, evidences, I'm gonna have to call you a woman. Okay. You do that because if you don't do that, you're not tolerant. You're right. intolerant. Right. Right? Right. So the people who want us to be tolerant of everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: oftentimes don't respect the same. You have to reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. You have to tolerate me too.
0: That's true.
1: You gotta tolerate these jokes if I'm Dave Chappelle.
0: This is true. <laughs> That's a good point. You
1: know what I'm saying? You gotta you wanna call yourself listen, you know what? You you identify as a man? Listen, you have that right. God do your thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right but then you have to also respect my right to believe that you know what that men born men are men and that's what it's going to be now they both have to coexist there cannot be one world where just what I say is to be tolerated Mm -hmm. and what you say can't be Mm -hmm. and that's what society is doing. This hyper-political correctness is forcing us into a corner where people are telling us what to be tolerant of mm. and what we can't, what is intolerable. Mm. And so now you can't say anything about gay people. You can't say anything about trans people. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, you, you, there's certain things that you can't touch. you know, mm-hmm. you know, It's
0: untouchable, yeah. You, it's you, you can't
1: do it. Otherwise, you'll lose everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're pushing us further and further to that corner. And what I believe is going to happen is to where it's going to cause us to ultimately surrender our the beauty of America, and I don't may to take this, this pathway here, mm-hmm. but I love America. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I know mm-hmm. that America has done wrong things and has, throughout history, mm-hmm. has been atrocious mm-hmm. in many ways. In the same sense, America has been equally as glorious and good in the exact same, and, and equal, if not more, right? Um, I, I don't think I would want to live in any other country than America. Now, granted, I've not been to many.
0: Right, right, but that's true.
1: I don't think. Based upon what we know. Let's <laughs> yeah, go back to the news. Yeah, what we yeah. See. Like, I'm,
0: you know, when you add it
1: up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take, take my little spire in Brooklyn and, you know, see what I can do. Run on and see what the end's going to be.
0: <laughs> you know, that, that is the interesting thing. And, and, and it's good that you say that. I mean, obviously, you know, and I say, I'll say that publicly too as well. I mean, this country, obviously, we can go and we can pick out all its flaws yeah. and we can. We can stand on it and tell it all is doing, and we can go to whoever we can to try to get it change. Go ahead, do what yeah. you do. But when you really sit back and analyze it, and you had your options to go and go where you needed to go, I need you to really research. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a, there's an underlying current in a lot of countries. There's a, and, and for black people, let's yeah. just be real.
1: Yeah,
0: we have a fight, and it's a different type of fight in different places.
1: That's a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: the, the fight may not be the same that you have here. You know, crazy. Yeah. You know, you know <laughs> this crazy, you know the
1: crazy. You know, absolutely. <laughs>
0: you might not know the other crazy, mm-hmm. right? So it just depends on you know God planted in some shape or form. You you've been planted here for a reason. Yeah. There has to come to a place where we we learn how to 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 do it on our own. Yeah, pick our. I'm not trying to say pick yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm not trying to say that. But I'm trying to say they've kind of come to a point where you realize, okay, with well my God. Power, the power that god gave me just kind of how mm-hmm. you approach new york and i love the way you approach new york you're man just like i'm man you're not any smarter than me yeah. you're not more intelligent than me you're not more special than me once you come to that conclusion yeah. right yeah you may have somebody might have a lot more money but you're not better because right. god has come given on, me man. something to let come me know on, bro. that i'm accepted in him yeah i'm, I'm he loves me I'm con- because i'm connected
1: come to him. on because i'm a king yes sir
0: there's you can plant me anywhere. Come on, you should be able to plant me anywhere. And I need to be able to come to some conclusion on how to turn that situation on, around bro. and how I can make that plate the best out of that place Absolutely. because I'm connected to another come on, source. Man. Come on, when we start realizing that and the power we pack, we can change. We, we would, as a collective, yes, sir. we can begin to change some things. I think When mm. we change our mindset and not just adopt, like you said, the mindset. That that people portray on us. Some things I don't want. Like you said, you said it earlier. I think it was great. You were saying how somebody said we all think the same. We think that is totally not true. President Biden said, "Totally not true." Yeah. Obviously, there's so many variations. There's so much creativeness in all of us. We may, you may do it different than yeah. me, but it's not wrong what right. you do. You Absolutely. just might do it, go about it a different way. And there's genius in that way that yeah. you do it. But you know, we've gotten to a place where we've accepted the mindset that they've portrayed on us yeah. and what other people have portrayed on. Them. I don't have to accept that. Yeah. I can accept who I am. And, um, and I think a lot of it does go back to relationship with, with God. I think that that that's probably, probably helpful mm-hmm. to, to, to be able to pull out of some of this thing. And so, and so being so buying down to the country of my, or, you know, the yeah. country of where I was born and where I'm from. So, Man, this has been good. Don't man. cut me off yet. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm taking over your show. I'm sorry, no, man. No, no, no. This is good. It's something, one of the reasons why I love America so much, again, obviously, like I said, I already gave my disclaimer. Yeah. So I do recognize yeah. the, yeah. you know, so yeah, I'm not yeah, blind yeah. to yeah. the trash. the, there's some, the there's some flaws. There's some no Absolutely. <laughs>
0: and we, we will not dismiss them.
1: Absolutely not. Never. Um, but... And this is mature thinking mm-hmm. because, you know, both married guys are yeah, previously married. Mm-hmm. You're married right now. Um, it's like you you take a person, you love a person, and you have to accept, yeah. you know, yeah. the part that you don't like. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? They have to accept the part that they don't like about yeah. you, too. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I think that point, mature yeah. thinking says for our country, is like, okay, we're not just sitting here and bashing, bashing, bashing. Mm-hmm. It. I recognize America's good. But let me tell you why I love America, mm-hmm. the biggest Two things. One is because I think we have the greatest um, political foundation system. I'm not saying the Constitution. The United States Constitution is probably one of the most brilliant, beautiful, um, uh, safe documents ever created for governing. And I love it. And let me tell you, the reason why I love it so much, what it's created is, I think it's created the most, the greatest platform for the advancement of the kingdom of God.
0: Ultimately, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, I think it, it has a good, yeah, I would agree. With yeah, you.
1: I think you look at, you know, I'm sure maybe uh monarchy could do the same thing as well. Mm. Um, but I think that when you have the ability for people to take what God has given them yeah. to be able to multiply that and yeah. distribute it and to get it everywhere in yeah. any kind of way. I think America is is, is, is killing the game yeah. in that regards. And we have a tremendous opportunity. Yeah. And this is why I think that we have to be very careful yeah. with, you know, cancel culture and things like that. Because we're going to be pushing away and inching away from the liberties and the freedoms mm. that give us the ability to propagate the gospel of Jesus Christ mm. um, and, and in an unfiltered way in yeah. this nation. Um, And so that's kind of, you know, that's why I love America. I'm a kingdom guy, man. Yeah. and um, I want to see the church continue to thrive. Yeah. I want the church to grow. Yeah. I want the church to continue to make an impact, as you said, to change cities, to mm-hmm. turn wastelands into beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, you know, desolate places into beautiful cities yeah. and whatnot. Like, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. And we have to do that. And, you know, if we can keep the, the standard and your boy, Brother Chappelle and other people like that, you know, who are standing up against culture, what we're doing is we're standing up against people saying, we you're not going to shut us up. Not us as in. The silent majority or any majority, but us as in our right to say what we have to say. And as the church, you know, we have to protect that because we cannot we don't. Well, it won't matter either way, but we don't want to be able to have the we don't want our ability to communicate Jesus, our ability to tell people. That sin is sin. It mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds so old school. <laughs> right is right. <laughs> Holiness is right. You know, we got to be able to yell that at yeah. the top of our, <laughs> our lungs, <laughs> no matter what happens. Um, and America allows us to do that, man. So, you know, I love America. Well,
0: I appreciate you sh- saying that. And that is a, that's a good, you know, again, it's good to hear that. It's good to hear that there is some love there, right? Like we said, <laughs> there's there's so many places that we could be, but there is definitely some love there, man. Man, this has been good, man. This has definitely been good, and I'm I'm enjoying it again. We're in your place. And I, I don't know if I said it earlier, but we are broadcasting right from Next Level Church. Yeah. I'll get out of here. How, yep. did you, how did you come about with that that title, Next Level? What is that about? What is that?
1: Wow. Okay, so I'm going to do this. I, I'm horrible at takes, man. I'm, i i got to get my takes. More succinct. <laughs> um so very briefly, so when I first started our church was called the Kingdom Center. I'm a Kingdom guy, oh, okay. so I wanted you start off Kingdom, the center. Kingdom Center, okay. yeah, because I was like, yo, that's what the church is supposed to be, yeah. the center of the Kingdom. Yeah. We represent that, right? Problem was I kept running into people thinking we were Jehovah's Witnesses, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hall. Um, so it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear, mm-hmm. right? What we were about, mm-hmm. you know. So really, it's a, a again, I'm a marketing guy, so it's a USP, our unique selling position. Mm-hmm. And so, what is it? You know, what is their church about? And you, if I say our church is the Kingdom Center, you don't know what that is, mm-hmm. right? But if yeah, I say...
0: I, I, in a place like New York, I can see how that could, yeah, it could bring so many different things. There's I so would. many yeah. religions going through here. But Girl. go ahead.
1: I'm and it's say. a million churches. And I just want to be very clear, Brooklyn. <laughs> literally. literally, I mean. Well, Detroit may have us beat on. No, uh, man, don't do Detroit. Oh, <laughs> churches on every block. But I think Detroit may be the the most churches per capita. <laughs> per capita,
0: but well, New York got a lot. Man, there's some
1: streets on me like church, 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 and then you have a church sharing the church. But anyways. um, but when we switch to next level it, it basically identified what our goal was and our intention was mm, okay. without being able to have to define like you know like next level church. Yeah. Oh. What are y'all like weird? Or y'all you know, they they don't know what the level is, but they right. know it's not normal. Right. So that's kinda why we, we changed to next level church and it's something that I don't think you ever grow out of. Yeah. Because as the old church say, every round goes higher and higher. Right. And uh, we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So it's always that, you know, pressing toward the mark of the prize. And that's kind of like the ethos in sports and business and everything, yes. relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Personal development is like, yo, I'm striving. You're, you're to striving hit. to get yeah, you're Absolutely. striving to get better.
0: You're, I mean, go video games, right? You're right. striving Got to the to next it. level in everything that you do, and I think that's that's yeah. a, a key point. So, how can people connect? To you. I know you're, you know, obviously, I know you, they can meet you here at Next Level oh, yes. Church, but you're beyond, <laughs> you're just, I shouldn't say you're beyond the church. I, mean, I don't mean it in that way. But there's other, there's more, you're a multi faceted type of, of gentleman that you mentioned, your marketing, yeah. you're doing all these things. What are some other things that you're doing? I know you got some, you had some books out, Yeah, different things of like that. Absolutely. How do, we, how do we find out more about well,
1: that? Well, I appreciate this, man. Um, so, you know, obviously, well, not obviously, but you can come to the church. Um, Go to the website, inextlevel.org. That's the website for the church. You can find out what's going on there. I mm-hmm. um, uh, forget our YouTube, I mean, our Instagram handle right now. Um, <laughs> pastor. Yeah, no, right? It's just. Well, we'll get, we'll, not we'll get that. Yeah. We'll
0: get it and update the note. Um, <laughs> we'll get it from you second. Yeah, yeah, call her. <laughs> Michelle we will let you know. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, and just so. Like a yeah, you I'm know. <laughs> <laughs> um. There is, uh, so as far what I'm doing right now, man, just on a personal tip, right? what I'm on a mission right now is obviously we're, we're planted here, but I feel like God has called me, and I'm. Yeah. Said, you said beyond the church. Yeah. In the sense of, how, my thing is, how do I get this kingdom message out yeah. and impact people, particularly our generation? Because, right. you know, I feel like we're at such a transitional part, yeah. and I know you didn't ask for this. No,
0: oh,
1: um, sure. No, sure. <laughs> we're at a transitional part where so many of our generals and, and people yeah. are that Let's have led the way are. Talk about that. You know, older,
0: and some are 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 leaving the scene, and, and some the, are retired, and they're retired. There's a lot of retirements. Absolutely, Man, there are people that we I've been looking to, and they're like, "Hey, I'm done. After yeah, this I'm turning the <laughs> church over." But go ahead.
1: Like, yeah, it's a real <laughs> thing, and a lot of the voices and and I think a lot of the mantles that we've had are right. you know, there's I don't want to say stepping up the scene, but they're just doing something different, right. and I feel like it's kind of been. I'm supposed to pick up, you know, this kingdom concept and this kingdom thing because it's, you know, when Miles Monroe passed in 2014, yeah. um, you know, tragically passed away, right. um, you know what I'm saying? And um, a lot of other things that I'm on, too, is a lot of people that are, you know, yeah. they're at the tail end of what they're trying to do, um, you know, and it's like, okay, who's from the, our generation going to help, you know, take the ball forward? Right. You know, and so I kinda feel like it's, you know, been tasked to me to kinda help pick up this um, you know, this ministry game and really try to figure out how we can disrupt yeah. you know, the quote unquote televangelist kind of vibe yeah. and you know, the whole, you know, uh, the ministries and partners so and stuff com- like that. You're
0: coming for the televangelist.
1: I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming, and we're going to change the game. So yeah. it's Internet. See, yeah. as a marketer, what I do recognize is that everything has been done the same. Yeah. And so what I want to do is I want to be able to kind of switch what it means to to be a, a ministry versus just saying, okay, we're mm. going to preach to you, which we're going to do that. But also, what does it mean to partner with a ministry? Mm. What does it mean, you know, what are we providing back to mean? you? Yeah. yeah. Like, we got an initiative that we're launching. We're going to see a million people born again in a decade.
0: I love
1: it. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. You're in the right place for it, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you are in the right place to get that started and just get that spark absolutely.
1: Up. And the thing is, too, is that but think about this, though, man. How many times have you watch TV, mm-hmm. even in our churches? Mm-hmm. And I was convicted by this. Like, how many times do pastors, like, yo, this is our goal for salvations? Mm-hmm. You don't hear that a lot. It's
0: slip, <laughs> yeah, it you don't slipped. hear it a lot, All
1: right? You know, and so what I'm trying to I really believe that we have to really push the ball forward and wow. do innovative mean, things. That a million people save. Yeah. we're trying to help wow. raise up 10,000 millionaires, man. We're trying to help, you know. Um, raise up a bunch of church players and stuff like that. So it's a whole multifaceted thing that, you know, I'm really trying to just help push the forward so that our children yeah. can be able to, you know, have something strong and solid that they can take what we've done right. and take that 10 times better.
0: Man, I'm encouraged to hear that. And, and, and you know, the, the, I had a guest prior to you that he had just written written a book called uh, Walking Trophies, and, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's it's about that. It's about we've lost something about that evangelism. That evangelist approach to see souls, going back to that point. And I hear you saying that's refreshing to hear another kingdom mind get somewhere along the line for a brief moment here. I should say (laughs) more than a brief moment, but we've kind of fallen away from really hearing about people going after souls. Man, that's so refreshing and encouraging to hear.
1: Hallelujah, man. Going
0: back to winning souls at all costs, right? Yeah. If it means you put in your political Listen, thing I'm gonna to the wrap, side, that up. wrap tell it up. these devils, up. shh, don't you, tell your nobody. Soul, your soul <laughs> is way more important. No, seriously, your Absolutely. soul is way more important Absolutely. than all that. Absolutely. That's, what, that's what that's the that's the model and that's the pattern that Jesus gave Come us on, man. to to follow. And so this is this is awesome, man. Praise
1: God, man. So pray for us, man.
0: Yeah. So did you give us you gave us all your handles. I next website. love that
1: ORG, Bryson Baylor.org, And those are the kind of only two things that you You
0: can't get out of here without telling people about the nah, there was a book and I know old. Oh, yes. it was old, oh, it's, it's a Oh, about the about the wealth the wealth. The
1: spirit of wealth. Yes. Yes. Oh man, now the spirit you still of wealth go got grab that. Grab that? Book, oh yeah. Book the book is still available. Okay. You know, uh working on a revised version of that right are now. You? Yeah, version two, because, that man, I, that's 10 years old, bro. It is. I, I can
0: say that because <laughs> I remember early on. You were in your young 20s, right? Yeah, he man. I wrote that book, but I think it's a part. I think it's like sometimes you write books. And it's, it's a book that is not just for that day. Yeah. It's a book that can be lasting. And so I think it's Absolutely. good that you are, re, uh, re, uh, you said you're revising it. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's a very Thank good book. Thank so you so much, man. If you guys get a chance, it's on the website?
1: Uh, Yeah, or you okay. can go to thespiritofwealth.com and you can order it there. I love it. I Absolutely. Love the
0: cover is going to still be the same? The cover is going to be
1: the same, okay. yeah. I might make it like the background like be might green. Yeah, different. but <laughs> it's going to still have the same vibe, yeah. The cover was dope. <laughs> All right, so this is
0: going to. Be really off the uh, the rail here, but I like to end the show and I like to uh, ask questions to each of my guests. Okay, and I kind of try to cater it to the person, but this one's gonna be a little <laughs> off because in the aspect of he's the pastor, right? Uh-oh. But I'm gonna ask him. Yeah. If you had three MCs, right, right here out of New York, who are Easy. your top three MCs? And I need you to tell my listeners why. These are the top three. Are
1: days. they ready for this? I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope they locked in and they get this. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. What? Nobody. You didn't even get it. You didn't get it, y'all. Pray for I, Sherrod. You know? Pray for Sherrod. It was from making the band. Oh, with yeah. Petey, with Petey. Yeah, okay. He was like, my top favorite rapper is Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Anyways, he ruined it. Breaking he ruined it. Gotta, he okay, ruined ahead, it. Man. Uh, that was such a dope <laughs> thing that I just did. And this just was wasted. No, but um, of course Jay Z. Well, I won't say of course Jay Z. Okay, Jay Z. Okay. I probably well one because I think he's a brilliant uh, rapper. I think lyricist wise. I think his flow. I think his tenure. I think um, I mean he's been rapping since you know the late Mm eighties, and I think he's gone through so many different changes. And I think his the concept of what he's talked about has changed and um, you know evolved so much. So he's dope, and he utilized. For a point, my favorite producer, which is Timbaland. So I'm okay. a huge Timbaland fan. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I love the combination of, um, you know, um, Jay-Z and uh, thing Because you're actually going to say some things. I actually preach. Don't tell nobody. I, I probably quote more Jay-Z lyrics in my messages. <laughs> I don't want to say more than scripture. So you've Been put, in New York or always? Uh, just always. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I love. I mean, I, don't tell nobody. I mean, I really. The man is the man is dope. You were talking about how we should go anywhere and change it. Okay. I was literally thinking, put me anywhere in God's green earth, I triple my worth, which is a Jay Z lyric. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, I don't want to do that on this show. All right. <laughs> Number Jay-Z. two, okay. um, uh, I like I'm going go little 50 cent and 50 cent. 50 cent. Wow. Yeah, not okay. because he's the lyricist, God. But as much as because I think commercially what he's done, I think um, yeah. from taking writing to all the perspective, and then what he's done after it's his career, Fifty Cent Queens, um, okay. you know, um, and truthfully, I mean I got to say Biggie, you just don't have because to. you don't have, to. I don't have to, you
0: don't have to, I, you know, there's enough to people that people have put him in the top three. If you got another, there's Let's so hear. many, there's so Let's many hear. rappers
1: out of out of New York, man. Yeah. Um, I would, I would. I mean, I'm not a big, big. I mean, I respect Biggie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I respect his work and stuff. I'm just not I mean, a he, huge has a, he had a
0: short work obviously. Yeah, I'm just like you can't. But his short work was pretty yeah, fine. I have to say, it.
1: the work was good. It's
0: probably something that pastors shouldn't be listening uh, to listen. because you listen to some of the lyrics, you're like, whoa. Uh, yeah. What are you? You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> I just read, you know, I read ten chapters of the Bible after I listen to Jay Z. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go. But I'm, so I'm gonna go Nas only because okay. Okay. I, I can appreciate you, Nas.
0: You um okay. Now you got my full respect. i just want to make sure Nas uh, definitely definitely yeah. has to be in your top three. And why is
1: Nas? Nas is top three because uh, I think Nas again longevity number yeah. one. Um, number two, I think he's very conscious. I think that yeah. for the well, later in his career, he's been going on a more conscious perspective. Even yeah. you know before when he stopped being nasty, Nas. Yeah, <laughs> He gotta make that shift from being, you know, that he's been fired from day one. I'm not saying he wasn't okay. fired. No, no, don't get me wrong. You know, but again, you know, as Jay said, you made it hot hotline. You know, yeah. I, I, he made it hot song. He did either of them, though. I didn't get it yeah. with either. Uh, but yeah, so Nas is dope. And Nas is, you know, he's a real dude. And I think that I really like what these guys do outside of music. So yeah. I think that really impacts me too. So behind. you're
0: outside. I, I noticed that yeah. even how you were talking about LeBron, you like the outside oh, yeah. more than anything. You
1: can't hate on it. Like, you yeah. know, professionally, I can speak on your your, your, your performance and say, mm-hmm. listen, I like Kobe better because of XYZ. Right. Right. But you can't deny that LeBron has been doing a tremendous job yeah. impacting the community, yeah. um, giving back, creating opportunities for people yeah. and just doing his thing. Um, So I respect, listen, I respect the hustle. I mean, it's the same thing like the presidents, you know, like even President Obama. You know, I wasn't a tremendous fan of President Obama as a president. But but as a human being, as a man, for what I see, I think he seems to be a decent husband, seems to be a great father, seems to be a good person. Yeah, yeah, so I can be against, you know, not like something professionally without demeaning, you know, who you are as a human being and what you do outside of your, you know, out of your profession. So. So you heard
0: it. A guy who uh, voted for Trump also is a Nas, 50 Cent, That's and right. Jay-Z fan. Absolutely. So it can happen, y'all. Hey, listen. Right? It can happen. <laughs> Man, we really enjoyed our conversation today here on Behind the Grind. Again, we are in Next Level Church, and it has just been – I think it has been a great conversation. I don't know – how you guys enjoy it or not, but it, I think it was a fire, it was fire conversation. It wasn't expected to go that way, but sure I think was I think it was necessary. I think it's it's conversations to have. Sometimes you have the elephant in the room, and sometimes we don't talk about that, and and sometimes we don't get a chance to speak for ourselves. Yeah. And I believe this was a conversation to speak for ourselves and say what we feel and how we feel. And I really enjoyed it. I think there's some things that you can get out of of what was said today that can help you as a leader. As a business owner, um, obviously, you're going to always be, from a pastoral or a leader standpoint, you're going to always be dealing with people from different perspectives. You're going to always be uh, challenged with different things. And so I think these are things that we need to stand on and and, and be convicted of our own per, um, convictions, but at the same time, understanding um, where other people are coming from. So until the next time, it's your boy Sherrod, and this is Behind the Grind. <laughs> oh, 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 oh